G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. With such dynamic change that has been upon us over the past two years in particular, the ways we think about money have been changing. Even now, challenging economic conditions are affecting how we spend money. Lots have been waiting out the challenges of covid and the uncertainty that it brings, but now we're ready to make up for lost time spending. In fact, some new terminology you may have heard called revenge spending. Let's check on some of the changing dynamic trends in the way we spend. Social researcher Jeff Braley from McCrindle is back with us for insights into changing trends on our spending. Hello, Jeff. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to chatting through the revenge Spending trend, it's a great one. Hey, Jeff, the ways we'll shop in 2022 as revenge spenders, what does that look like that might be different to before? Yeah, that's right. And we're talking about revenge spending, and this is a a term we coined to really articulate that Australians have been through lockdowns and during lockdowns and the uncertainty of the impacts of COVID and the recession we went through, The global workforce didn't quite know what was ahead and that means that the household income might be affected and people might have had to take a pay cut and so they were saving up as much as they could and we're already in Australia a pretty credit addicted society and so we were building up our buffers, paying down our loans, our credit card debts, our home loans during lockdowns. And that's been evidenced in the data through 2020, through 2021, and even into this uh, new rapid spread of COVID. There's still been a bit of concern, but because society has stayed open, people have been spending and getting out while they can and spending a little bit more than they might normally spend because they've had the kitty building and they're seizing the opportunity to spend time with their loved ones. And that's the key driver behind revenge spending. It's about reconnecting with family, with close friends and doing something really fun together. It might be the the extra course at the dinner instead of having the two course you're going the three course or five or seven courses some restaurants offer it's about saying oh we're not just going to go away for the the small simple trip away let's do that luxury experience that we we've missed out and let's treat ourselves and that might mean even purchasing the the more expensive four-wheel drive so that the, the camping trip goes up to another level of enjoyment and comfort with a new camping trailer to boot as well so Australians are certainly getting out there and spending some of the money that we've received through stimulus we've saved it up through the recession and now we're getting out there and spending it with our loved ones well some clearly didn't slow down of course there's been a real estate boom people have been buying houses and land but uh, most have been as you say uh, perhaps saving and ready to attack the retail outlets in a bigger way of course economies thrive on the fact that we spend we earn we save we spend these are important elements of the way the whole economy works aren't they jeff Yeah, that's right. And and it's certainly a time to spend. And while we might be emerging from a recession, Australians in the workforce are a a great point of opportunity when it comes to uh, 
adapting to the slow wage growth that the Australian workers have had to endure over the last uh, decade. And we're in this era, we've got another trend called the great retention, which is all about the challenge of the great resignation that's upon us, where uh, one in two workers is looking at changing jobs in the next six months. And so there's a real shift in a labour force shortage for people to get a pay rising, to get a, a, a bonus for being hired at this point because there's a shortage in the, in the market. So we have record low unemployment at the moment. We've got, a, uh, I guess, an era where people are maybe earning just that little bit more than they have over the last few uh, years. And so they're prepared to spend. And that is, as you say, it's what keeps, uh, keeps cafes going when people are buying their takeaway coffees. It keeps uh, communities going as people invest into those local businesses and activities, gyms. This is how our economy works. And so we certainly earn it. And we've saved a little bit more. So we have a little bit more buffer at the moment. But I think we're all ready to get out there and spend and have a really positive a year of well-being, I think, is one of the key things we'll see in 22 uh, as people look after their own emotional, mental and social well-being this year. Well, we've spoken before and uh, you're reluctant to give financial advice because you're not a money expert, uh, but you're an expert on the trends that are happening, Jeff. And when we talk money, we talk spending priorities. And this is what you've been monitoring along with some of your research. People have been making big life decisions and uh, some of the big purchases we were talking about or, or even changing the elements of where they think they might like to live or, or to retire, a sea change or a tree change. You mentioned people just ready to change jobs. There's a certain confidence that's come with this extra firepower in our wallets and purses. That's right. The the opportunity for people to make a major life decision is really upon us. And we've had time to slow down, evaluate our life and think about the ideal way to live and design that lifestyle. And that does involve potentially relocating. And we're in a one in a hundred year shift to work where we're seeing because of the work from home trend, that people have had an opportunity to be trusted at working from home when they were forced to work from home. And employers have now seen that this actually works. People can be productive. They enjoy the work-life balance improvements that have occurred when we don't have to commute, when we don't have to spend... Uh, I've seen a, a study that showed we don't have to spend an extra hour every day not just commuting, but even the personal uh, grooming, preparing to look good to show up to the office. We are a little bit more casual when it comes to working from home, and that saves us time. And so we're getting a bit more time with family, spending a bit more time exercising. And so it's, it's really, I guess, aggressive at the moment, the opportunity for people to make that major life move to a tree change, sea change area, because the jobs are shifting from what has been a central business district area, that right core of our largest capital cities across Australia. Those jobs, in, particularly in our knowledge economy, it's a digital workforce uh, that we're talking about right now and certainly schools are still going to be on site, nurses are still going to be on site. We've learned about the importance of essential workers but a lot of jobs are in this digital knowledge economy and can be done across the country as long as the NBN connection is good, as long as the area has great lifestyle, has employment opportunities and that's where it's now accessible anywhere uh, and certainly the biggest area for air people to select an area is on their affordability and if you take the Sydney equity, the Melbourne equity from a property and translate that into a regional area, people can move forwards on their 
on their financial ladder, take a couple of steps in advance, what even might be a decade or two on their financial position by relocating from some of those more expensive areas into a more affordable area and they get all the lifestyle benefits and are absolutely loving it. Let me throw you a curveball here, Jeff. Now, I know you are a man of uh, Christian faith, a deep and active Christian Mm. faith, I might say. We've got uh, a time like this. People are loaded up with extra dollars. There are going to be all sorts of marketing departments for all sorts of great products that will drag us into different directions. Uh, they'll, uh, They'll hijack our attention. There is a certain sense in which we might be evaluating what we'd spend our money on. Is this a time that actually creates opportunity for Christians and churches, that people do have a few extra dollars to spend to perhaps move that into ways that might be mission-oriented. Any thoughts here from you? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the the values that we uh, uphold in the Australian culture around looking after our loved ones first, but we also do have a, a compassion narrative that we want mateship and sacrifice a part of those undergirding values in the Australian culture. And we certainly want to look after our own backyard and make sure that food insecurity isn't an issue in our own backyard. And even going through droughts across a lot of the nation over the last few years, we want to make sure there's access to water. We've got opportunities right now to invest into not just infrastructure at a government level, but as individuals to invest into programs and organisations that are going to pursue those key ends. And we certainly don't just have a a heart for our own backyard. We know that we're a part of a global picture. And I think on one of our other interviews, I mentioned that three in 10 Australians were actually born overseas. And so I think there is an opportunity to have a heart for the nations and Aussies certainly Uh, community-minded and we want to make sure that we don't leave anyone out as we all progress and while we might have different parts of society that have advanced financially during the impacts over the last two years and certainly businesses in the logistics space, if you're an Uber Eats uh, uh, driver, you might be thinking these have been great times. But if you're in the arts industry, you might be thinking these have been the worst of times. And so globally, nationally and even in your local community, I think there's a lot of opportunity to find people who've been doing well and connect them with the people who've been doing it tough. And we're certainly not out of the woods when it comes to industries that have been affected. The tourism industry, the arts industry, music industry certainly uh, are doing it tough. And even the entertainment precincts and restaurant owners, cafe owners are doing it tough. So there's a business community that's still challenged. And yet we've got all these not-for-profits that undergird the Australian community. We've got over 45,000 not-for-profits in Australia that are looking to build community in Australia and improve our lifestyle. And that's here as well as organisations that impact overseas. And I think there is a great opportunity for churches and and organisations to tap into what might be some revenge spending. We might see some really generous giving in these times as well as people want to see positive impacts after what's been a very challenging couple of years. Well, the economy needs spenders and there are lots of revenge spenders out there making up for lost time. Of course, as Christians, we'll want to be wise. We'll want to evaluate priorities and how we use those extra dollars. But great insights once again today on the trends that are happening here across Australia. Social researcher Jeff Braley from McCrindle Research. Let me point listeners to mccrindle.com.au. You'd be able to connect with Jeff Braley at McCrindle. Jeff, outstanding insights once again. Thanks so much for being with us on 2020. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. 
Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.